0: where you will be able to access past shows, find out more about me and our guests, as well as purchase the beautifully illustrated Financial Foundations books that teach kids about money in a fun, healthy, and holistic way. Good morning, and thank you once again for joining us for the Financial Fun Podcast. Today, our guest is the beautiful and bubbly Joy Daniel. Thank you for joining us, Joy.
1: Hi, Tammy. Thanks for having me.
0: So, Joy, would you like to tell us a little bit about what it is that you do? What's your business?
1: Oh, well, my business, I'm a consultant and I'm an independent distributor for a company called New Skin, and we set up distribution channels all over the world in anti-aging um, that's based in a lot of genetic research, epigenetics. So, I get to work with some incredible people in Colombia and Chile and the Middle East, um, a lot of them have healthcare professional backgrounds and here in Canada as well. I work with a lot of people, um, both in the health and wellness and also the beauty industry. So it's great.
0: Well, that's very good. And what is your family situation, dear?
1: I have a beautiful daughter who's two and then two sons that are also beautiful and full of energy. Uh, Rio is four and Cayman is six. Oh my. And then I have a husband.
0: Oh my goodness! Me. You have your hands full there.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's been a great, like, it's been a crazy time, but at the same time, I wouldn't change it for anything. They're a lot of fun.
0: Oh, I can fully understand that. I remember back when the days when 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 Ayla was just a baby and and juggling the business and everything, and and I look back and go, how the heck did I survive some of those days? <laughs> but it was it was it was wonderful and and great, and yeah, wouldn't change anything. So.
1: No, we try and just stay present in the moment of whatever it is that we're doing, and then we switch, and then we switch again.
0: So thinking back to when you were a kid and stuff, when did you first start realizing the concept of money and start asking questions?
1: You know, I think, like, I I know you teach about this all the time, but I mean, probably from a young age, it was apparent to us that money was important and that we needed it for things. At the time, they were things that were important to us, like toys, that kind of stuff. Um, but you know, I do remember like not being able to go to restaurants as a kid because it was expensive, right? Yeah. Or, um, my mom and dad, they came from the Philippines as immigrants. And so they didn't come with anything, um, really except for their hard work ethic and, and their education and, and their hearts. Um, but when my dad, um, when I was 14, my dad went from being a grocery store manager to owning his own little coffee shop in Delhi. and I got to work there at his store. And so I got to learn a lot about business, traditional business, and, and money at that time. So it was a really valuable experience at a pretty young age.
0: Yeah, I found that with a lot of people. If the kids are able to work in the family business, be it like a little store or a restaurant or or helping out in the office, they learn an awful lot and, and pick up a lot more that just isn't an option when your parents have your regular nine-to-five jobs.
1: Yeah, and I I mean, we worked hard too, right? Like, yeah. my dad would be up before all of us and pouring coffee before, you know, the sun came up. And oftentimes, now yeah, we would be the ones closing or he'd be the one the store at 10 p.m. So we got to see all aspects, good and bad, of owning your own business. Most of all, my dad is incredible at customer service and people would just come just to see him. And so it was a really great opportunity for us to grow ourselves and learn from him.
0: Well those are great examples to learn from and yeah, I like I like how you say like the pros and cons. There, there's, there's, there's pros to being an employee, and definitely cons. And then there's definitely the pros and cons of being a business owner. But there are very different pros and cons depending on what side you're on.
1: Oh, absolutely. And now, like we're raising our own kids, and we're teaching them about entrepreneurship and almost everything that we do. So I totally believe in um, business, owning a business, and being an entrepreneur. And I love it. I, I can't imagine another way. And now, and which is funny because. You know, when I was a kid, it was always like, go to school, get your education. And, you know, I got two degrees. I got my engineering degree and got to travel all over the world with that. And then I got laid off, um, and decided to go back to school again. Can you imagine, Ted? And I, uh, <laughs> I, I got my teaching degree, which it wasn't for me either. But I mean, yeah, today's society is so much more different now it's the way internet and technology are going. I don't think it's necessary to, I mean, you get to learn things definitely as an employee, but uh, multiple streams of income is where we really focus our energy on with our own finances and with our teaching our kids as well.
0: Well, you say you're teaching your kids and your kids are are, are very young. So question: what are some of the things that you're teaching your kids with them being two, four and six?
1: Well, we had the opportunity to learn from you, Tammy, in terms <laughs> of what you do to bring knowledge to children and at a young age about money, and I mean even yeah, Cayman and Rio, even Priya too. You know, if she finds like a quarter or a dime somewhere in the couch or something, she knows right. Like she picks it up and she's like, "Money!" and she's so happy to to get it. So. Just the abundance mindset about money and you know, when they want things, how to set a goal for it and how to um plan uh to to use their resources to get what what they want in their life. So whether that be, you know, saving money from presents, um or making their own money, finding ways to earn money by doing chores or helping other people with their chores and um and how to save as well
0: yeah a lot of people think that kids have to be in school and a bit older to start understanding that but we we started ayla off with with an allowance definitely much smaller than what she gets now when she was like three and we used to pay her out in, in 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 loonies to go into her her jars because her her wishes with her being so young were quite little but teaching her The the different things about it, and I remember one of the first lessons that she she had to learn about was about paying sales tax, the GST. (laughs) Because she kept, I can't remember what it was that she wanted, but she wanted to buy something, and she she had the money all out. It was like $6 or something, and they asked her for for, for $6.30, and she's like, what do you mean $6.30? It says $6.00. So we had to explain to her the joys of taxes.
1: <laughs> awesome. That's great. It's a great lesson, right? There's lessons in everything that we do in our life. So I don't know. I mean, for us, a lot of it is even in personal development and goal setting. My um, son has a friend, Bella, who's from Korea, and she was talking about – um Dubai because she's had an opportunity to go to Dubai and came and know that I used to live in Dubai and so that's his like big goal right now is to save money for a trip to Dubai to meet Bella there <laughs> so it's just like
0: it's that's awesome a big to goal. foster
1: <laughs> it is I mean you know there's like adults that don't have those kinds of goals and dreams but for us it's just like fostering their belief in themselves that they can have these big dreams and accomplish them and so that's a big part of it too not just Money,
0: right? Oh, it, but yeah, it's I mean they it's, need the money huge. To do it. Because so many people yeah, no no no, they'll they'll they will they do not want to hurt their feelings or, or have them set their expectations too high and I'm going, you know what? he may change his mind, but as he's trying to figure out, okay, well, how much doing the research, how much is it gonna to cost to go to Dubai and and all the different things and what are some of the different things that I can do to raise that money or different things, even if he decides to change his mind or Bella moves and comes back here mm-hmm. or whatever all the lessons and stuff that he learns going through that process are skills that he can take to every aspect of his life.
1: Well, I mean, and the conversations start already about what do you want to do? Like he's starting to ask questions about, well, after he's in grade one, right? He's like after grade one and then what? And then high school and then what? And then it's like, well, you have options you can go to university or college or you can start your own business or you can start your own business even before Mm -hmm. so that you have the money to do what you want and I mean that appeals to him right so I think it's like going back to your original question as a kid I grew up with a bit of a scarcity mindset about money Mm -hmm. Um, not good bad right or wrong but that's just how it was and so our goals with our kids are really to transform that to abundance mindset and having plans and resources and different creativity like really supporting him and his creativity on how he can live a good life and help others like I know in your book you talk about how important it is to have money to also give back right to yeah. other people who don't have the things that they need in their lives and so that's a really big part of what we're teaching our kids as well
0: and what are some of the causes and stuff that, you, that your kids are interested in for the giving back portion? What what gets them excited? Because there's so many different options and different things appeal to different people.
1: Well, I mean, again, another great gift that my parents give, gave us as an example of giving back. And uh, we recently just had a concert here in Calgary where we had 400 of our friends and family out that supported this cause. And we raised close to $20,000 to build a playground in the Philippines. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, it was the, uh, it was the efforts of some really amazing friends in my life that enabled us to get it done. But again, like, um, you know, for what's valuable to our kids right now is that play and mm-hmm. the imagination and uh, confidence building. And a lot of that we get at playgrounds um, and community, right? To me, that's what playgrounds are kind of about. And so for us to be building so we're building this playground december twenty seventh in the Philippines so we're taking our kids there and oh, we're gonna build a playground
0: so <laughs> you're 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 not just providing the money you're actually gonna be traveling over there and and seeing it
1: oh yeah, we're gonna build it we'll like videotape it and have it through the process and so that our kids will get to like take part in like moving sand and then enjoying the playground with all of their cousins and other people in the village after it's done. So really, I mean, I when you said, what are your kids interested in giving back in? I mean, we're kind of setting the example for them still, I feel like at this point. But just through example, they can get their own ideas of what they want to do to give back.
0: Oh, very much so. Very much so. We all, our parent, our job as parents, number one, is to set a good example. What do we do? Because our children are always watching.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, and I mean, they're we're spoiled. Like, I mean, our kids are spoiled. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> like, they like have whatever they need, basically, and and more. So they will they're happy to like give away their toys that they don't play with anymore, that kind of thing. Cause, uh, I don't know if it's stemming from their generous hearts or their want to get more toys, new toys.
0: <laughs> and you know what? It's probably a pretty good mix of both. And I don't consider it spoiling as long as, as they appreciate it and they don't just constantly expect it. And as long as they're not being selfish and hoarding, like you said, they're very good at passing on their stuff and, and, and sharing. And I don't think that's a bad
1: thing. Good. That's a good reframe for me. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Because <laughs> because I always tease Hale a little bit and going, you know, you're you get so spoiled because we have an only child and it makes mm-hmm. it so much easier for us. And then and then she'll come back and she says, but mommy, I appreciate everything and I'm very grateful. <laughs> and awesome. she she is. She's wonderful about it. And and and, and she does mm-hmm. pass on her stuff and and she. She shares and it's all very good. So I'm going, I don't consider that being spoiled because she doesn't expect it. She's always very appreciative and thankful whenever she does get something. That's not spoiled. Where I've seen kids that are spoiled and they're just, they're brats. They think everything should be given to them. They don't understand the word no. They don't understand patience. They don't understand sharing. It's all about them. That's a spoiled child. And that's regardless of how much you're giving them.
1: Right. And so I think, you know, the few things that stuck out for me and you sharing about that is the gratitude part. Um, and saying no and having our kids know that it's not always going to be their way all the time. Right. So we work on that, Tammy, to be honest.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Dear, that's our job as parents. We're always working on things and some things are going to be easier with one child than with another because they're all different. So with your older one, obviously, like, he's in school and, and, and older and able to pay more attention. How do you find him, um, interacting with his younger siblings around the subject of money or anything along those lines?
1: Well, he is really great about, like, we have our jars, right? Yep. And they have their jars in their room. Um, and so he, he knows that, you know, if there's a gift given, um, He's really good about it being fair and equal, like if um one of his aunts was visiting and she gave them thirty dollars, like he's learning a lot about math, right equivalent <laughs> um so it gets divided well, and um you know, there's still a little bit, you know of I don't know if the word greed is the right word, but you know he he wants more, which I don't think is a bad thing, but um, he seems to understand the importance of them each having you know a part of it and he's really good about teaching the kid the little ones about putting their money away and keeping it in a safe place and knowing how much like they counted <laughs> so taking care of money right because money will only flow in the direction that we um pay attention so if we don't pay attention to where our money is then you could easily lose it so we kind of teach that to them too and he's he's really good at that but his personality is kind of the analyzer organizer type right like (laughs) they'll stack it they'll stack it right in terms of their their values like the two two b's and the loonies and the five dollars so yeah i think they're they're learning at a very young age about how to look after their money
0: I don't think I've ever found many kids that don't get excited about counting their money and seeing this stuff. It's something that Ayla always likes, especially if she's counting down to a, a a big purchase that she's been looking forward to. On Friday, I had to take her to EB Games so she'd get the new Pokemon game that was just released. And oh. so she had been counting and, and saving up in that. But I I liked your comment about greed, because that's another one that I, I find so many people don't understand we automatically hear the word greed and think it's a bad thing greed is just wanting more of something whether it be money whether it be time whether it be vacations whether it be love whether it be better relationships with their family greed is what makes the world grow and improve it's how do we get our need for greed met if you ask me like if you're if you're finding ways to give more value and more service like you said your dad had people that would come in because he was so good at customer service and they liked him. Well, that's a wonderful way of meeting your need for greed, for wanting more business and, and, and more money for your family because he was fulfilling a need and he was providing good service and he was doing a good job. The problem with greed is if people are doing lying, cheating, stealing, conning, short all of this stuff, that's where the problem is. Greed in and of itself is neutral, and it's natural to absolutely everyone. It's how do they get their need for greed
1: met? Yep, that's a great way of thinking about it. And, and yeah, I mean, to most people think of greed as a negative connotation, but I like how you said it's just wanting more of something, which isn't a bad thing. No, it so, isn't a bad thing. And I think that's where, you know, our society in general, we can do a better job and even at an education level like let's you know I was a teacher for three years and that's where we can spend more time um and as parents we need to spend more time with our children teaching them about um money and having a positive experience and frame of mind about money yeah it's, programming I guess right it's it's
0: huge and it just it bothers me so much because I understand what people are doing, but they always associate greed with being a bad thing. No, greed, everybody is greedy. That's natural. It, it's one of our absolute most primary things, and it's not a bad thing. It's how do you go about getting your need for greed met? Are you improving? Are you improving the world? Are you putting out better service, better products? Or are you lying, cheating, shortcutting, stealing? How are you doing it? And when people are always told, well, you're not supposed to want anything, well, how do you how do you deal with that emotionally? Because how do you stop wanting anything more?
1: You can't. Well, I think when if we get back to the fundamental pieces of purpose, right? Like um our values and our purpose mm-hmm. and our mission in our life. And so if we start there with that in mind, that we can feel fulfilled and it's by giving that most people fulfill their purpose. Yeah. Right? And so for us, you know, we want multiple streams of income so we could live a good life, so we could be our best selves, so we can give back to communities around the world and locally and to our families. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we need to help ourselves first. Um, and once we've met those needs, like time wise and, mm-hmm. and financially, then we can do more to help others. And, and so if we can reframe about money, in that way then I think you're right like we can have all of our needs met and then so I had the opportunity of being around the lady who invented little Einstein oh she wasn't yeah I got to hear her speak she was a um, speaker and she was talking about she was a music teacher she had her first daughter and then she wanted to be able to like go have a shower or like go to the bathroom by yourself. She <laughs> so yeah, just <laughs> wanted a little bit of freedom, right? I was like, all the moms in the room just laugh because they can identify with that, right? And so she, because of her music background, whenever she played Beethoven or Mozart and whenever she was out in nature is when her daughter would really like light up and be really attentive. And so she put together a series of video with nature and music and she made a few DVDs, right, and sent yep. them out to her friends. But ultimately, you know, I think they ended up selling the business for more money than they could ever imagine needing or ever wanting or like ever needing or wanting. And yeah. now they like go around spending their time um, helping communities and they continue to like develop. Products and apps and different little things. And that's what she's teaching her daughters now. And and all of the money, like, gets to be donated back to causes. Like, all of the work that they do now is just going back into communities, um, and people and people who need help. And I mean, what, like, that is an incredible, um, fulfilling purpose and journey.
0: That is absolutely wonderful. And to wind up here, we're having a great conversation. If you can make sure that your kids know three things about money so that you feel that you're a success when you send them out to be adults all on their own? What are the three things you want your kids to know?
1: Wow, that's a good question. I want them to know that there's an abundance of money and that they have the ability to make money um, and, I, and to work smart for their money. So I really want them to know the difference between, you know, active income versus passive income. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't want them always exchanging their time for money because there's so many great ways that we can leverage um, our own time and our networks and our experience so that we can always have passive residual money coming in yep. from multiple income streams and and what we've been talking about just about giving back with our money. And that's what it's meant for and used for is is really to add value to people's lives, other people's lives. Those are
0: excellent, excellent lessons. So thank you very much for joining us, Joy. It was a great conversation.
1: Thank you, Tammy. I really appreciate all the lessons that you've taught us and our family over the years.
0: You are most welcome. Thank you.
1: Before we leave each other,
0: I would ask all of you listening to please subscribe to and rate my podcast. A review would be most appreciated, and feedback is always welcome. Whether it be a comment, future topic suggestions, and or questions you or your kids would like to have answered in the Ask Tammy column on the financialfund.ca website. Please feel free to check me out on Facebook at Financial Foundations Children's Books, on Twitter at Financial and Instagram at Financial.fun.